This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 942. You'll be amazed by today's grammar tips. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. When do you use verb ed and when do you use verb ing? Here's a hint. These are often not verbs. Listen today to learn the simple grammar solutions to your adjective problems. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Aubrey, it's grammar time. Hey, grammar time. It's been a while since we did our grammar series, so this is kind of fun to do another one. Yeah. Um, guys, we are going to dig in to some very useful grammar today. We are going to explain some very common mistakes that students make all the time. All the time. Uh, but first, before we get to that, you know what, guys? Aubrey and I are going to do an amazing web class. And if you attend, you will be amazed. Uh, yeah. See, how, see what I did there? <laughs> um, so, guys, we're doing a web class all about writing task two. And there's going to be some secrets in this web class, right? Yes, exactly. There are a few things that we are, we have been noticing in the IELTS exam lately that a lot of students are making mistakes with this. And so we are going to share in this web class how you can make sure to avoid these pitfalls to get your seven or higher on the IELTS exam. So go to allersenglish.com slash write, W-R-I-T-E, to reserve your spot today. Awesome. Um, okay, so we are digging in deep to the grammar, guys. Uh, and this is one of those things, like, this is a rule that I know students learn in usually like their first year of English, second year of English. Like, it's going to be in those textbooks. But it's a rule that everybody forgets, I feel like. Like, it's the difference between past participles and present participles as adjectives. Now, why is this confusing for students? It's confusing because it looks like a verb, right? You see the ed ending or the ing ending, and so you assume it's a verb. But it can actually be used as an adjective, which can confuse you about the meaning of a sentence. Yeah, totally. And I feel like students, um, they, they realize that there are adjectives like this because they hear them a lot, right? Like saying, oh, that book is so boring. Like they realize that boring is an adjective, but they think it's like an adjective for everything. And then they, and then they might say like, instead of, instead of saying, I, I feel bored right now, which is correct. They would say, oh, I am boring. And guys, like it, don't say I am boring. 
That means you're a boring person and nobody wants to talk to you. That's no. If you're describing a feeling, it's ED, guys. That's the past participle. But if you're describing a thing, something outside yourself, it's I-N-G, right? So how is this confused with verb tense, Aubrey? Well, because you have the ED for past simple, right? So when you see verbs with the ED ending, then you know it's a past simple verb. But with a past participle, you can have that same ending. And same thing with present tense for the present continuous or past continuous, we add an ING to the verb. And for gerunds, when it's a noun, we add the ING. So this can be confusing because you are used to recognizing these verb forms. So now that we're clarifying, and really you guys already knew this, but this is a good review, and we're going to share with you where you can use this on IELTS to use these past and present participles as an adjective. Yes, I love it. Um, wow, we're getting some really good grammar tips in today. Um, so guys, just to reiterate, all right, present participles, verb ing, past participles, ed. But guys, they are not verbs. These are adjectives, right? So past participle, let's say bored again, right? I don't have to use it in the past because it's an adjective. There's no time attached. I can say, oh, I feel bored right now. That's that's present, right? But I'm using the past participle as an adjective. So guys, just one last time, it's not about time. These are just descriptive adjectives. So Aubrey and I made a list of really excellent participles that you guys should use in speaking and writing. So this is kind of a vocab episode as well as a grammar episode. Um, so what is an example? So the first one is amazed, like you used earlier. You can say, I am amazed that that happens, which means you are surprised. You find it very interesting. And that's the past participle. And then you can describe something as amazing, of course, to say that movie was amazing. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah. So guys, like all the time when we are working with students in personal coach, we're always telling them like, if you want to raise your speaking score, you need to use more adjectives. Like across the board, guys, more adjectives are going to help your vocabulary score. So what I like about these two, amazing, yep, I feel like students use that, but they don't use the past participle amazed. So guys, this counts as interesting because other students are not going to use this, right? So if you feel very surprised now, or in the past you felt very surprised, don't say, I, I was surprised. Say, I was amazed that I got a nine on IELTS. Yes. <laughs> oh, I like that sample sentence. <laughs> um, all right. And the next one, I love this word, charmed and charming. So charmed, past participle, feeling. When does one feel charmed is could we say that 
Yeah. Sometimes you'll hear people say this when you first met, meet someone. You'll say, yeah. charmed, meaning like, it's so nice to meet you, but it's a much more interesting way to say it's nice to meet you, to say, I'm charmed to meet you. It sounds so fancy. Yes, it does. Right? Um, <laughs> charmed, for sure. I feel like that's another phrase. Um, guys, you could use this when you're telling a little story on IELTS. If you are if you have to talk about, like, how you met your best friend or the first day of class when you met your teacher, right? Like, this comes up. These things comes up, come up. So strategically, guys, just pretend you used this word, <laughs> right? Like, work this vocab in. So you could say, like, well... I remember meeting my best friend, um, Fiona. Nice. <laughs> Fiona when I was 16. And when I met her, she introduced herself and then she said, charmed to meet you. And I thought, hey, this girl's interesting. I want to be her friend. Nice. <laughs> And then, yeah, you can use the present participle charming as well. It's just a great adjective to describe something as charming. It just means that you like it. It's nice. It has, it's sort of general for like lots of pleasant characteristics. Just something that you, you like is charming. Yeah. And I think this is where it can become confusing because we also use charming to describe personalities, to describe a person. So here's the thing, right? We're not describing how they feel. We're describing their personality, right? So if, again, like if you feel something, it's ED. But if you're describing a person, you're describing their personality, it's a thing outside you. So you have to use ING, okay? Um, here's one that I also don't hear students using, disgusted. Um, oh, yeah. Disgusting to describe food and such is like really gross, I might hear, but I don't often hear the past participle disgusted. When can we use that? <laughs> Anytime that you find something gross, yeah, you could say I was disgusted when she ate food with her mouth open. Right? <laughs> Anything that you, yeah, if you find something disgusting, you can describe yourself as being disgusted. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so good. Um, yes. I also find that disgusting. <laughs> I feel disgusted when I see food in someone else's mouth. Um, I think there are questions, not all the time, but sometimes about pet peeves um, on the speaking test. And sometimes even the writing test, if it's like a general training letter or something, you might have to describe something that went wrong, a problem, or why why you don't like something. Like um, a common general training uh, task one letter is like, you are living in student housing, but you don't like it and you want to request a change in room or whatever. So you could be like, I have a disgusting roommate. Like, that's great. Great adjective. But let's take it to the past participle because that is more interesting and say, I feel disgusted every time I walk through the door. <laughs> yes. And there's lots of times where you have to write a complaint letter for general task one. And you totally. can use this anytime I was disgusted by the way the flight attendant treated me. Oh, gosh, that is so good. <gasps> yes. Oh, my gosh. So good. Um, guys, definitely come back to the blog. These words, this grammar, all of it will be in the blog. So come back to allersenglish.com slash IELTS. And this is episode 942. And 
We need grammar for writing for sure. All of these things are going to help your writing. But what really helps your writing is getting insider tips from an examiner like us, guys. So, Aubrey, how can students get a class with us? A free class. A free class. class, right? I know. Join our web class. It's going to be so fun. There's two different times you can attend. All of the details are at allearsenglish.com slash write, W-R-I-T-E. And it's always so fun. We have a pre-party, so come a few minutes early. And it's live. It's not recorded, so you have to make sure to attend in person. Yes. Awesome. Oh, I love these web classes. I know. It's so fun. <laughs> I am excited. I am. Um, I will be amazed because so many students will come. Um, I think the students will be charming when they ask us questions and we will feel charmed to meet all of you. Yes. So, nice. There you yeah, go. All of them, <laughs> Everything but disgusted because no one will be disgusted because it's going to be amazing. <laughs> examples. Ah, that's fantastic. <laughs> All right, Aubrey, enjoy the rest of your day. You too. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.